Hello, welcome to the War Report. My name is Quan. Um, Cyrus is on assignment this weekend, so um, I had to bring a an A show friend. A wedding assignment. He's on a wedding assignment. <laughs> I had I had to bring in a friend, um, friend and family of the A show family, the head honcho, Mr. Meals himself. Meals, what's going on, bro? We are here. I'm here on a Wednesday night. I had to remind myself this week that I actually had to pay attention to both shows as opposed to just scrolling on TikTok while watching the show and then also watching basketball. Listen, this is I, I can there's a reason why these uh these dynamite viewership things are kind of low because that Bucks Boston game was pretty damn good, to be honest with you. I'm gonna tell you right now. Whatever happened during uh, Jamie Hader and uh, <laughs> Tony Storm, I don't know what happened because I was watching the last minute of that basketball game. I'm gonna tell you all that right now. They were in a bad spot. Of course, I had to watch also to like watch my parlays and stuff like that. I oh, missed it enough. by one assist Who by Giannis. Who did Giannis? Uh, yeah, seven turnovers too. I saw that. I didn't. I didn't uh, bet this game, but. As you should. You know what? We we the parlay boys over here, so um, exactly. I'm yeah. I'm glad someone has to go. Through, I have someone to talk to my misery with. On this, uh, it's, it's, okay. this playoffs have not been nice to me at all. No, um, no, very inconsistent. But what's been going on with you, man? What else is going on? You got anything? Any projects going on? Anything important? Talk to the people who don't usually you know hear from you on these kind of shows. You know, okay, so you guys usually don't hear from me on Friday or Thursday if you're listening to this on Patreon. Shout out to you. Um, nah, man, I don't really have nothing going on. You know what I'm thinking about today? I was like, I need, I kind of low-key need a spring jacket. And mm. I was like, yo, where do I get a spring jacket? I haven't bought one in years, but also it's it fit, spring is like two months late. So it's like, there is no it, spring. does it even matter to buy a spring jacket anymore? There, like there is no month, spring, bro. It's about to be. It's gonna be eighty in about two weeks. No lie, you already know. Spring, spring is skipped out here. I'm like, bro, do I even need to? Like, fuck. Like, it's this this entire ordeal of this this weather shit is kind of crazy to me. But other than that, I mean, I'm working on lookout stuff. We're look, working on coming back. Um, what else? What else? What else? Been watching Challenge All Stars. Of course, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna bring that. Up. I'm gonna bring it up. I don't want to get too deep into it. I know we got other stuff to. to talk about. Listen, this normally normally I would never do this show because I have to watch it. <laughs> so normally I would oh, never even watch true. AEW. I know that's true. Um, but you know what? Good cast uh, reminds me of the regular show a lot, actually. Um, yeah, it does. I think because of like the way it's shot, and it reminds me so much of like. I guess War of the Worlds 2 with the wild jungle theme ass thing. Um, but it's there. It's on Paramount Plus. You can watch it. You can tune into this. So that's been taking up my time today. Um, that's kind of it, bro. I really don't have much going on. Uh, just working on things, A show stuff, all this other stuff like that. The merch is coming. So people sure. look forward to that. Um, don't worry, you'll get one. No worries. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, I would hope so. Luke. Yeah, some yeah, some yeah. kind of uh you know what I mean something for my labor the late nights <laughs> late 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 nights nah, um, that's a labor of love man you want to get in the trenches man bro. yeah let's, let's get, get in the, the trenches let's get, let's get the uh, the, uh, the trenches 
<clears throat> so AEW in the New Japan joint show, Forbidden Door, the pre-sale tickets, they sold out, man. They did it again. Um mm. it seemed it seemed Chicago is not tired of wrestling. Cause they keep no. getting shows and they keep selling them bad boys out. Listen, they're hot at wrestling city. It makes sense for them to do that. Do that there. Um, AEW seems like their biggest support and everything that's been going on with AEW. It's always been the epicenter of its biggest moments have been in Chicago. Um, so for them to sell out there, I'm not surprised. New Japan, AEW, Forbidden Door, kind of like once in a lifetime thing. Maybe it'll happen again. I don't know. If it happens again, I don't think it'll I'm, be. A I'm sure they will with these ticket sales. <laughs> that ain't no problem. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, you know what? As it should, it should sell out. It should sell out. It should sell out. I agree. Um, congrats to them for doing it. I also, th- I believe, um, New Japan does pretty good numbers. New Japan Strong does pretty good numbers in Chicago as well. I know they got that, uh, that show coming up or it might already happen. I know CM Punk or some, I don't know who's in the damn match, but they had a show recently or it's coming up. I don't keep up with New Japan. You asking the wrong guy, man. I don't, I don't know, man. But, um. Yeah, that kind of led into uh, Eric Bischoff later on, uh, on May 8th, actually, a couple days ago, discussing on his podcast, uh, Strictly Business with Eric Bischoff, about, you know, kind of what is the main goal of Forbidden Door. And he believes that it's not good. That kind of show isn't going to help them grow as uh, as a company or the brand. And uh, to quote him, he said, what AEW has been doing, what at least up to the last episode I watched about two weeks ago, is the mm-hmm. kind of internet wrestling community centric. They're booking for internet wrestling fans more than they're booking for the casual audience. And I would venture to guess, and it's just a guess, that they're satisfying an audience that they already have. Now, this is something um, me and Cyrus have discussed on here plenty of times. Oh, yeah. I've heard um, it all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this is not news from us. We very much agree. However, at this point, I'm gonna start to think: Are they their goal even to try to grow at this point, or are they just really like, you know what? We got our core fan base here. We're still selling this arena out. Mm-hmm. So, does it really matter? I don't know their financials. I know that their game mm-hmm. that they're developing is costing them a lot of bread right now. So, I don't know if they're up or if they're not. But if this is the model they want to work, do you think at this point this is probably like? Do we just let it go and assume this is kind of where they're going to peak? Well, like, nah, I don't know, because unless we'll never know their true financials unless they become like a publicly traded company where they have to kind of, you know, disclose things to stock investors similar to what WWE does every quarter. So we may never know until they reach that point, but it doesn't look favorable that they reach that point, to be honest with you, because it doesn't seem like they appeal, like Bishop said, to a wide swath audience. Um, I think they're very... Ever since, it's like once Chris Jericho started talking about the demo, it became like when 50 Cent talked about album sales and ruined the conversation around rap for the rest of eternity. Because the, that the first week about, numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 Cent ruined that for the entire, Once it became about sound scan, my numbers, I'm doing this numbers and I'm doing that numbers. Chris Jericho and everybody else started talking about the demo. They started talking about the demo, but... It, I mean, there's nothing else that seems to be growing from that. And you can kind of look at the numbers itself. Um, I mean, the Forbidden Door thing, I think it's definitely to satiate their their core fan base. And But yeah, they're not going. They're just not. 
there's no people who watch New Japan that probably don't already watch AEW exactly. and vice versa. And unless they're like start booking actual like other people on the show, they need to maybe start looking into attractions on the show. Like we can talk about it during this like dynamite thing. Um, maybe they really want to. I don't know how, you know, this will actually make it, especially with fucking Martha Hart there. Um, but they should really make an overture to Bret Hart, especially with all the talk about like all the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might get a little messy. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, um, isn't he, isn't they, he signed with WWE or are we bug or didn't they do the I mean, thing? Or? I, I don't know. I really don't know the status of this contract, but they really need to make an overture towards him, especially since everyone in that company seems to idolize him. But they need more yeah. attractions on that show. They need names that'll bring more people in. I don't think they'll do it on this New Japan um, show because that doesn't seem like what Tony does. Um, But, you know, I'm going to enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, no, (laughs) I'm sure the show will be good. I'm I'm, I'm like, I'm very confident it's going to be some good wrestling on the show. I don't know what dream, are there any dream matches you're looking forward to? Um, Quote, anything unquote, with Daniel Bryan, to be honest with you. Anything with oh, Brian Danielson. I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong show. You're on the um, wrong show, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything with Brian Danielson, to be honest with you. I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm hoping it's not like a Blackpool Combat Club versus three other dudes match. I kind of want a yeah, I don't want that. Brian Danielson match on the show, unless he's going to be in G1 or something along those lines. Um, that's really all I'm looking for. Once that match is named. Which they can probably, to be honest with you, I mean they've sold out the pre-sale without actually naming a match. So yeah, that's so it, they can do whatever at this point. But if they had said, if they had announced a match beforehand, and like this is going to be the match, no matter what happens, I think it would boost ticket sales. To be honest with you, but that's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I don't know what the marketing is doing in AEW. To be honest with you, I don't know what they're doing over there. Not really sure what their AEW's marketing is. I see, you know, occasionally I'll see a. Um, an ad during the NBA games. I don't know about local markets. When they came out to Connecticut, I don't really remember much advertising outside of the show. Their marketing is someone said something funny on the show, so let's put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's their that's the extent of their marketing when they do yeah. actual things. I don't know what else they do. It doesn't seem there's no cross-branded stuff. There's no, you know, not Adam Adam Cole was on a diners, drives, and dives, or whatever the fuck it's called the other day. On True TV. <laughs> on True TV. <laughs> on True the pop- TV. The popular show. On True TV. <laughs> I don't even think Impact's on True TV. Are they on True TV? They might. I don't know. I don't know where Impact is. I haven't known where Impact is for the last like decade. I think they're on mm-hmm. ASX. Are that what that is? I don't. Is get that a that. thing? No, I don't get that. I don't. Either. I don't get it either. Um, what are they on? I'm looking, trying to look it up now. <laughs> Actually, I genuinely don't know. I think it's ASX TV or something. Oh, I'm assuming. Listen. When's the, when's the last time you watched Impact? Keep it stacked. Ooh, there was a pay-per-view that I watched for the show. Because I said I was going to watch it, and then I lived up to it. I forgot. Mm. I It's so long ago, I just remember it had John Morrison on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that deep. That's a couple years ago. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't watched anything recently, but I hear—I mean, I hear the show isn't bad. To be honest with you, maybe it's worth a trip to see, like, yo, what are they doing on the weekly show? No one talks about the show, which is no, terrible. Nobody does. I'll see, when a pay per view happens, I see my timeline talk about it a little bit. But yeah, as far as the show, 
Not, it's like me talking when I'm talking about NXT UK on my timeline because no one else is talking about that except for yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> no one, they just, it, it generates no conversation, which is wild to me that a company still runs without anyone knowing what's going on. It might no be some, like next shit that's going on over there. No, I, I, I when, when I did, pretty deadly debuted, I was shocked people even knew who they were. I was, I was like, okay, this is surprising because I thought they were gonna get like crickets when they came out, but um. Let's keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is real real quick, something I saw. Um, AEW Trio Championship. Um, according to, I believe, Meltzer. Um, yes, from Meltzer and Alvarez, they claim that there's already been Trio Championships made. Um, are you excited for this? Uh, AEW has a lot of stables right now, a lot of Trios teams. It seemed like this was inevitable. I'm always iffy on Trios Championships and Tag Team Championships because... I mean, I guess in theory, a trio could also hold both. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm always iffy because it's like double the tag division. It's like two divisions of similar. Like, not only now are you having to. Well, I'm, you know what? It might get people on the show. They got, they got a lot of guys. That's, that's what I'm thinking. They have a lot of guys, and a lot of people need to get on these shows. Yeah. If they do a trio's yeah. tag. Is to get a lot of more guys on TV because they're just but everybody, like, every schlub is gonna be on the friggin' <laughs> you know trios championship wave. Like it's gonna be trios of shit that we don't even care about. I think honestly, I mean, it seems like it's made for. They have a number of trios anyway. They have um, the undisputed elite. Um, yeah. They have Black Pool Combat Club. They have Death, Death Triangle. Death, Death Triangle. Friends. Dark Order, um, if they want to go that. Kenny, I'm assuming they're waiting for Bucks and Kenny. Exactly um, what they're waiting for, yeah. So there's a number of, I mean, the Hardy Boys, and they can get a third party or something along those lines. <laughs> um, but that's what I'm assuming they're waiting for. So maybe Shannon Moore. Does Shannon Moore still wrestle? Where is Who Shannon that Moore? Up? That's a hell of a name. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shannon you Moore. Have, how long uh you still watching old SmackDowns or old... Okay, so yeah, I, I'm doing the um the 2001 rewatch. I just got to, um, The Rock just came back the week before, and he just beat Shane McMahon. Oh, he just yeah, he beat Shane McMahon in the street fight. So we're mm. on the road to Summer. We're on the road to SummerSlam. Absolutely. Well, listen, <laughs> you want to listen? You want to hear my words about that? Oh, you got to go back into the Invasion Diaries from last. Please year. do. That's a good. That's a good point. Um, Shannon Moore. No, I don't know. His Wikipedia is Wikipedia is no longer a great source for <laughs> He's alive, right? For, yeah, he's alive. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. You, know, you never 42. know. You never know at that era. Um <laughs> good, good to see. You. I'm happy he's still alive. Um yeah, that's about it for the the trio side of it. We gotta say farewell, happy trails to um another NXT black and gold uh standout. Our good friend Candice LeRae of the he's way flies over there man man and look uh she let her contract run out black and gold <laughs> she let she let the contact run out um surprised they didn't really tack anything on because she missed so much time due to pregnancy i don't know if that's like legal if they can do that i don't know i don't want to get into that kind of contract law stuff but like yeah man candace LeRae, um interesting run in nxt initially she was just kind of there to me at least she was just kind of just johnny's husband i mean johnny's wife and that was kind of it for a while. She's kind of like then, like kind of like the mom That's, of the the vision. To be honest, that, that was it the entire while. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna keep it above you. That was it the entire while. And I don't even think it was done on purpose. I think it was just because of how beloved 
Johnny Gargano was. Yeah, it was um, one of those situations. And they were like, oh, we know that he's married to her. That's so cool. Let's, you know, I wish they could do stuff together and stuff like that. I thought that was um, very interesting. Um, her gimmick was just like a white woman. Me. The, the nice cool. kind, though. The nice kind, not, not like, yeah, the, nice like the one. You, yeah, the nice kind no. of white lady. Nah, not like Karen or anything. No, but, like, you know, no, great wrestling white woman <laughs> leaves WWE. A very suburban mom for on maternity leave. <laughs> Don't know when she'll be back. That's the headline to me. Do you um, have a favorite Candice match or moment? I mean, she had a great bunch of matches with EO, but I don't. There's nothing that really stands out in my brain, to be honest with you. Uh, I remember her inclusion in the Gargano versus Almas match. Oh, that pop! Zelina. That pop! She dropped the barricade. Right, and I thought that Zelina feud would have gone further, but didn't really go much places, to be honest with you. And then, I mean, she had a lot of stuff with the way tag team champions were in Hartwell. Love that um, match when it, with the with the table spot. Mm, absolutely. Poor yeah, Andy, I man. Mean, Andy lost everybody. I, yeah, I feel like... I don't know. I think her run is... To me, this is... I'm not that impressed by her run in NXT. But mm-hmm. I'm not... I don't think it was, like, bad. I don't think anything, like, stands out or is good. I don't think she uh, moved the needle at any point. No, she know. would never. She would never the girl in NXT at any point. She wasn't that that top girl. Um, yeah, she had some good some good magic. I believe she had some kind of like really good street fight. I don't remember who was if it was against um was it against oh, Tegan? Yeah. Oh no, well it was or the or Dakota it street. It wasn't against Mia Yim, right? It, I don't was remember. It? I, I remember she had a really good street. I had to look in uh, my damn probably EO spreadsheet. I'm gonna give the benefit of the EO. It was, like, yeah. that was fire. That was fire. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, congrats to uh Candace and Johnny. They're doing the parent thing. Neither of them have any really indication of where they're going, if they're gonna go we anywhere. Jobs, it seems. Yeah, they don't have jobs. Yeah, they're just chilling right now. You know what? Congrats to them. It's the best time, you know, to be unemployed. You gotta uh, the baby, what, probably six months now at this point. So this these are very important times as a parent. Have another baby. Who knows? Yeah, have another one. Fuck it. We we here. You know what I mean? We ain't got nothing else to do. What if we yeah. don't do? We ain't wrestling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it again. I'm wrestling a um, month. <laughs> Shout out to Johnny Gargano. It I, I hope he comes back. Honestly, not even on some biased shit. I hope he comes back to WWE. I really want him to have a main roster run. At least try uh, try it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are rumors of him being that joker. Um next week for that impact thing i'm just i'm just concerned because like <laughs> do they need another guy they have so many guys nah they don't need another guy but they don't sign, need another. yo if you want to sign i'm like yo sign the short term you know sign the leo rush <laughs> 144 days <laughs> about the, uh, the, the the 10 weeks whatever the hell yeah. it was <laughs> We all signed different levels of contracts, and I just happened to sign one that was only 144 days. Yeah, nothing great. That's a normal one. I just see that all the time. Regular Dagular. Why regular Why are you looking dagular. at me weird? You know, that's what <laughs> that's what Leo Rush said. Oh, my God. I got it right. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's uh, in the trenches. Let's, uh, let's tap into AEW. Let's see what's going on over there. 
Mm, we're doing AEW first. This is interesting. Okay. Oh yeah, you yeah. You, you guys usually do AEW first. I forget. Yeah. At what well, before we used to alternate, and then at some point we were like, you know what? It's fine. Let's <laughs> we'll get it out of way. But guess what? Guess you know, because it's fresh in my head. I think at this point it's absolutely. But the further we get away from NXT, the point of the further I will remember anything that happened. But I'm gonna try to. You want to do NXT instead then? No, 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 no. We can do. Okay. We can we'll do AEW. We'll sure. do AEW then. We'll do AEW. And guess what? You're on a. You're, you're now on a show with a person. No shot to start. But I kind of enjoyed some stuff on the show. This would not a. This would not a bad episode, bro. This was not a bad. Not, listen, not a bad episode. I said, if the first hour was the entire show, it would have been a one. Now the second hour wasn't bad neither. Surprisingly, yeah, it wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. But the first first hour of the show gives you everything that you need. It gives mm-hmm. you the, the sports entertainment, not not the Jericho brand sports entertainment. Um, but it gives you segments involving story. If the championship matches that's going to be promoted for two weeks, give you the hot start to the show. It kind of had everything in it, to be honest with you. And the second hour is like, okay, second hour is like the first hour of Rampage. <laughs> yeah. Rampage was a two-hour show um so yeah you know what i'm gonna give them props this first hour of the show was really really good really Really good good. and uh, we kicked it off with adam cole and dax harwood ah this might be adam cole's best match i've seen so far in um aw just best kind of just regular old match not non like kind of gimmicky this might be just his best work match. he didn't do a lot of the indie kind of bullshit he'd been doing recently since he came back and I think that's what I like about Dax and AEW. He kind of reins guys in to be a little more practical. He seemed like more of the the you know the ring leader when he's working with guys. So they mm-hmm. kind of follow his lead. Also, for all I fucking know, this match could have been a rehash of some like house show in 1996 between Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels. Hart. It I definitely <laughs> was, and I was just like, you know it what? probably was. It's probably somewhere on the internet, somewhere. Yeah. Um. I thought this match was really, really good. I wouldn't have opened the show with it. I would have. This would have been like a hot second match to me, a second thing on the show to me. I wouldn't have opened the show with it, but it was good for what it was. Adam Cole, um, Dax Harwood. I think what I'll say about what they've been doing with Dax Harwood, it's been a very seamless transition if he wants to go full singles route. And I think they've been testing the waters. They're not really playing around with like, oh, okay, like. You know, he's only doing this part time. They're obviously putting an investment of time into it. So if they choose to do something in the future, they can do that. They're not holding on to the tag team so far, like the Dudley boys who will always became stale like every six months. And to be honest with you, I thought FTR got stale in WWE after a while. Um, They're mixing it up, which I like about it. And they're giving Dax Harwood some actual credibility. Um, They put him in the role with in the ring with adam cole like you said this is probably one of adam cole's best matches from a standpoint of like telling the story um getting his shit in and i just guess just some good overall match man this was good this was some good shit yeah, very good um riding bret hart like a rodeo but yeah it was some good shit look, man look man uh how, how do you feel about martha martha hart when's the last time we've seen martha hart in public I've never the dark side of the ring. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time that I've seen her at any kind of wrestling event. Or heard about her, heard her name, honestly. Um, so it was good to see her she outside. She's she seemed very like she was like <laughs> ah. Yeah, when she, 
when uh, Jamie, they, they panned her when like Jamie Hader came out. She couldn't care any less about who this woman they was. They could have filmed that hours ago and just included shots of her. No, no lie. <laughs> because she was like very like, I'm here for face to show only face. I have yeah. no interest in watching wrestling, nor have I watched wrestling actively. Unless she had no for idea. the last twenty five years. <laughs> she had no idea. And I don't blame her. Uh yeah, shout out to Martha Hart, shout out to the whole Hart family. You know, the Hart family was all over these last two days, honestly. If, if we're gonna be honest, we'll get into that later on with NXT as well. Ooh, but um okay. yeah. Tony Storm versus J we might as well get all the Owen Hart stuff out the way. Uh Tony Let's Storm versus versus Jamie Hayter. Mm-hmm. In a fine match, I don't really have anything to critique on it because, like I said, I was watching the basketball game. So, listen, you have any notes? Were, you have anything? <laughs> they were in a bad spot with this match. All I remember was, oh, her finisher's a. I was like, that her finisher can't be a power driver, is it? I thought it was like the Storm Zero Triple Tiger Driver. Yeah, the Tiger Maggie. Driver. Yeah, but she ain't hit that. She hit a power driver. I was like. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's like that weird DDT thing, right? Whatever the hell it was. I, I don't even. It, it, it looked like a power driver to me. I gotta revisit it. But I was like, oh, that ended the match. Cool. Um, unfortunately for these very awesome ladies, who in any other circumstance, if they had been on any other part of the show, maybe the first hour, um, yeah. I would have stepped around for this match. But when you're in the last minute, when the game is tied between the Bucks and the Celtics. And it's a you know just potential shit going on. I'm paying attention to that to get out of the way. I came in on the last couple, maybe minutes of the match. I'm sure it was a fine match. I'm going to rate them anyway. Give them just three and a half stars for just <laughs> for sticking I went through. Three and a half too. I went three and a half as well. <laughs> just for sticking um, through this while we were watching. I'm gonna, <laughs> tell, I'm gonna tell you exactly. The Buck Celtics shit. Average the Buck Celtics and this together. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you exactly what happened for me. The match started, I was in it when the match started and then they went to commercial. When they went to commercial, I said, let me go look at the timeline. Timeline telling me, what the hell is that? Timeline's telling me, it's, you know, uh, Giannis, Giannis is bleeding out the face. Oh, you think of bleeding? <laughs> we, we got, we, we, he busted open in the game. I said, yeah, let me turn over to TNT real Damn, quick. Sports entertainment, uh, ESPN real sports quick. entertainment yeah, vibes. I'm in, so. Uh, <laughs> Blood brought us in. Listen, <laughs> AEW is something that we've been against in AEW, and then it's like, oh, blood, you know, blood brought us back. Um, I'm sure you did fine, ladies. Fine match, sure everybody. Uh, claps all around. Uh, from a fine match to just a, a whole car crash of a match, our main event tonight Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know, like, what this was i wouldn't even call I, it a match really not really yeah because i felt <laughs> like they were not only were they given the stipulation that anything goes for kind of like real no particular reason um but with that stipulation it also seems that they were given like maybe like okay but do it in 10 minutes <laughs> you're like wait what the fuck yeah so they started jumping off of stuff i mean i think in my opinion to me they knew this match was happening for the first time but i also don't think this is the context for this to be happening for the first time i think the idea to i think they're confused in selling the match of like okay this is happening for the first time as like um you know first time ever match 
But when you're doing it within the confines of a tournament, it's like which narrative kind of takes over. Do you want to do the first time match and really have that kind of bloodbath, car crash, big show type of thing? Or do you want to do the tournament and have it really focus on what you're here about, which is like the Owen Hart shit? And they decided, nah, fuck that. <laughs> We're going to do it first time only, car crash. We're jumping off with shit. We're jumping through shit, all types of other stuff. Um, there was a big ladder spot, which I'm sure will be played so many, many, that's, many that's, times. That's going in every single AEW uh, little... Replacing little, the Cody, Cody commercial. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, every commercial, we're going to see that spot from now on. That's the um, the Jeff Hardy at WrestleMania 2000, the one where he jumped off that mm-hmm. ladder. Mm-hmm. That's or, there. Rumble, that's, or the Rumble. Oh, the, or the Rumble off the car. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, man, that was this match was just a mess. Yeah, so there's big old ladder ladder spot. He jumped off a, a ten thousand foot ladder outside the ring on a you know a, a layout of chairs that mm-hmm. were just conveniently placed there. And Jeff Hardy, I mean, he tried to catch him. To his best catch him. To be honest with you, as Norm, did I think he would? I I honestly think um, I'm surprised. I mean, I I gotta see the, 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 the injury report on this because there's no way a man that frail of Darby Allen is able to sustain so much damage that he puts himself through on a weekly basis because one his finisher is the coffin drop which I'm assuming is just terrible for your back anyway like you're you're throwing yourself off the top rope without knowing where and seeing where you're going and you're just going back first which to me is a terrible idea considering how much your back actually stabilizes and I'm sure your normal co-host would have something to say about back and <laughs> back injuries and all types of other stuff. I'm sure Cyrus watching this shit and cringing and just like, ah, I could never. Um, but other than, I mean, it gave the people in the audience or in Long Island rather, which is a place I don't frequent at all. Um, it gave them, those people something to cheer about and something to go home with kind of happy. Well, maybe not even go home, but this probably ran. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's just spot after spot, jumping after jump, spine after spine. Jeff Hardy don't need to do that. I mean, I'm Jeff, y'all. Are Jeff Hardy, Darby don't podcast. need to do that. Jeff don't need. Jeff definitely don't need to do this. That uh, Swanton off the outside to the stairs. They like that little stair spot. They've been doing that a lot lately. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's it's rough. It's rough looking. I'm not sure how much it is to actually take it, but it's rough looking. Yeah, because it's, match it's ended... hollow, so it doesn't seem like it's that. It would hurt that bad. I'm sure, like if you landed on it wrong, then it would probably hurt. But I feel like it's more of a one of those things where, like, it, it looks way worse than what it actually is. Yeah, maybe. But still, I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that shit at all. The nah. thing jumps from the front. So the thing will never jump on his back ever. Just, yeah, just, no, I don't, I don't. And that's why at 65, he's able to jump off of things today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Last time he landed on his back, it was a problem. His <laughs> <laughs> bump card's still good for somehow. Um, but yeah, Darby, uh, at some point, Tony Khan had to say, hey, man, you can't do that. If, if that if that's one of my four pillars, you can't you can't do stuff like that. I'm sorry, you can't. Not on it's no damn chair. Many, it's, it's not going to happen, please, like like life-threatening injury yeah this is like him and he, he like him and sammy it's because they're young dudes i think they're they, in their brain like yeah we can still do this we'll be fine but like maybe it's my old guy brain where i'm just like yo there's too but many variables of what can go wrong i'm investing in you right 
I got money on you right now. I can't have you doing shit like this. It's it's not safe. It's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being being uh maybe I'm being like one of those kind of worrying guys. But it just, no, like, no, 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 no. You're not. You're not. Because I, I remember watching the Stone Cold Steve Austin Cody Rhodes thing, and not that this was a point that I had heard before, but they said that their primes usually, when you're in between the 35, maybe like 40 something range, that's usually like your wrestling prime. You kind of yeah. understand the limits of your body, but also mentally, you can kind of figure all these things out. These people won't reach. I mean, I don't know how old Darby Allen is. Darby is twenty nine. I just, I literally just looked it up. He's twenty nine. Yeah, he could not. It's potential that he doesn't even reach there. I mean, Jeff Hardy, by all means, is great, but like Jeff Hardy should be telling him, like, listen, I've been through that too. Hopefully, you ain't got to go through that. To be honest, you ain't lying. <laughs> like, but it is what it is. It what they won with a roll up. It's very ironic. <laughs> the only, um, the only wrestling move that was, you know, actually done in the whole match. <laughs> But um, yeah, that was that was the match. It's basically three spots. It's the ladder spot. It's the swanton. It's the coffin drop miss, and then that's pretty much it. Um, it's time to go home. Like the big spots, this is the match for you. Um, we can hop into. Let's see what else happened. Oh, CM Punk versus John Silver. Uh, John Silver mm. was in his hometown of Long Island. A lot of Long Island boys over at AEW. I didn't realize that till this show. There was like four of them on four or five on the card today. Um, I don't remember much of the match. Half of it was in uh, picture in picture. Punk so, came out in. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. Go, go no. ahead. Because I want to talk about this. Yeah, Punk came out in um, an Islanders jersey. I'm not very well versed in hockey. I don't know how much you know about hockey. But the guy, the jersey he was wearing, uh, this is from Robbie Barstow. He said, for non hockey fans, dude left his team, uh, Trevante, whatever the guy's name was. That was drafted and he was like beloved captain uh because a local restaurant called borelli's wouldn't give him free chicken parm wings and he went back to canada <laughs> and that's the reason why he left the team so i guess that was a sore spot for the long island crowd um yeah i mean shit, man. <laughs> hospitality where does it right? even happen anymore especially in long island <laughs> i'm not uh no offense to my people from my long island who listen to this but no. <laughs> um, um, simply being hated by Long Island and yeah. it being a recurring thing now, it's kind of weird because Long Island's not really even like a place. It's not its own <laughs> city. It's like, it's like a section of New York. It's like off to the side of New York. Wow, damn, I'm really getting some Long Island shit. Um, Go ahead, man. Get it off. But it's not really like a, you know, you're not going to be there. It's not a big wrestling town, right? Like it's a Barclays is over there, Madison Square Gardens to the right. I guess AEW, they're a lot more Queens, Long Island based. So I guess that's the you know strength of like the New York City tri-state area that they can kind of reach. But it's to be hated by Long Island. Like, uh, uh, I was like, what? This is a thing? I was like, all right, whatever. I guess the, I guess the the MJF uh, feud, you know, meant something to them. But it, yeah, it was weird. They tried to they tried to do like the Bizarro World type of thing with Punk and uh, Punk in Long Island. But it just it's very interesting because you and know last week John had, Silver, which is also yeah, like I guess the Long Island guy. <laughs> so and it and it just is interesting because last week 
Hangman has such a, a, a kind of heelish kind of promo. I won't say heelish, but it's definitely a lot more edge to it. And if someone were to take it as a heel or like a slow burn to heel, I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't argue it. How, how do you feel? So what do you think about this program? Kind of like watching this over the last number of weeks because I have thoughts on <laughs> this Adam Cole versus Hangman. No, not Adam Cole. Sorry. Um, CM Punk versus um, Hangman Page program. Oh man, the thing with the thing with Hangman is he kind of felt like second fiddle in every feud he's been in so far, besides the Lance Archer one. So it's like it's really tough for me to get like invested in him, and I'm just really afraid when it comes down to that time when they have to have that one-on-one promo battle, it's not going to go too good for him. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned for my guy. I don't think that's the. Pro- I don't think that's what's going to go bad for him. I think if he wins this match in chicago it's probably gonna go bad for him i think he's looking very funny in the light next to a couple of these people that he's put next to um i think he compares a lot more to uh let's say i would say you know an adam cole or something because they're similar or he's like you said bigger than um what's my man's name disgusting white guy with the braids Um, (laughs) yeah uh yeah lance archer um but when you're in like in the ring with like superstars you know what i'm saying like and sorry not to use a wwe term but like these guys you don't don't even mean it like that you need superstar like like actual superstar like legit a superstar yeah yeah yeah. like you know what i mean big names he is dwarfed immediately and i think the people are already starting to like look at him a little bit funny and look at this rain a little bit funny I don't know if it's about him so much as it's looking at this rain a little bit funny. I'm still under the impression. I'm still going to go about this. I think he's going to win this match. Um, it's going to be weird him winning this match in Chicago. Uh, but I think he's going to win this match. Um, and I think they've been getting super uber aggressive. I think CM Punk should start trending a lot more towards the heel side, to be honest with you. You think? Um, you think so? Because my thing is, he's not going to get booed, though. He don't even get booed in, in like, regular towns. When he goes to Chicago, I think he, he can get booed. No, nah, he's not going to get booed in Chicago, but that's a fact. That's, like, that's a fact. I'm saying after this match. After this this match um, in Chicago, I think he should turn oh, more okay, towards the heel side. Yeah, um, but even if he was a heel going into it, he would never be booed in Chicago because that's how all these are smarky, marky you know fans who are just never going to we're just going to cheer who they want and stuff like that and and cm punk is too big of a guy in chicago for him to be booed he's been heel in chicago before and has been cheered vociferously you know what i'm saying the biggest cheer the biggest cheer in like the last like decade of wrestling yeah (laughs) absolutely longest sustained cheer yeah for sure um so it'll be interesting to see how this goes i don't think they're setting up i think it's interesting that um, Adam Page isn't having these matches too. It seems like CM Punk more has to pro- prove himself against this champion or something along those lines. That's why he's going against these Long John Silver. That's why he's going against Dax Harwood. That's why he's going against a lot of these guys. But you don't see the necessarily the work being put in to sustain the championship reign or credit, you know, make it a lot more credible on Adam Page's side, other yeah. than these big massive matches and maybe it's because he's injured i don't know maybe he's hurt maybe something along those lines i haven't seen him in actively in competition and i think he should be more active in competition especially as the champion on this show yeah 
I feel like if you're the champion on the show and you're, you know, you're a face, you can't really do the not wrestle only once a month type of deal. You kind of have to, you got to be on TV because there's weeks where he's not even on the show. Or he might just have like a little backstage vignette real quick for 30 seconds. That's your main champion. He got to be on the show, man. And I, I'm just, I'm a he looking concerned. funny in the light. He looking funny yeah, in the light. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking a little concerned. We'll, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I'm still, I'm a little concerned about the uh, the damn one on one promo battle they're gonna have to have because he might get embarrassed. But maybe that's I don't think want. so. I don't, Punk doesn't have the bite that he had before, in my opinion. He doesn't have that bite he had before. I'll be honest with you. Um, he could obviously he could wipe the floor with him, but I don't think he wants to do that to young talent. To be honest with you. I don't think he wants to completely maim them and drag them across the floor like he would because it's easy to say that you're if he even says that he's a ridiculous champion and his reign is full of shit everyone's gonna believe it and everyone's gonna point it out so i don't even think he wants to do that to um jeopardize the reign and the program that they're building just to get a cheap pop from the crowd i think he's smarter than that at this point in this wrestling career that's a definitely an mjf thing who would do do it yeah. anyway like he's gonna like he did in the segment anyway um but it's not a cm punk thing because i think he looks at not only does he look at himself he looks at his competitor as well so i don't think he's gonna when he have that promo thing i don't think it's going to have the bite as it could it'll definitely have something uh you know he might sink his teeth in something but i don't think it's gonna have the bite that it could mm. we'll see we got a couple more weeks before we get to uh double or nothing double or nothing um, speaking of MJF and Wardlow promo, um, middle of the show, Wardlow get the usual kind of no music uh, entrance with the handcuffs. They got the, the mm-hmm. please boo sign on the Titan Tron, not the whatever, not Titan Tron, the screen. Is, is it Titan Tron no matter where we go at this point? Is that like one of those words? No, it's, probably it's, like a, a forbidden screen or some shit like that. I don't forbidden know. Screen. What the fuck? I don't know. They don't call it. They don't call it that. There, no. <laughs> well, on the forbidden screen, we uh, please boo Wardlow. Wardlow comes out obviously to booze because they are in Long Island, in you know the hometown of MJF. So we get that. Honestly, MJF comes out. This is actually a, this is one of his better promos. This was really. I thought this was really good. I thought he had great control of the crowd. The crowd was eating out the palm of his hand. He was damn near the rock out there. If we're gonna keep it a stack, they were they were riding with him all the way because you know if you've been watching the last month, Wardlow's definitely been like the super duper over guy. And if if this was your first week watching uh, AEW and that's what you saw, you would think um, MJF is like you know the biggest baby face in the damn company. The way that crowd was reacting, it it was it was cool. It got it kind of got to the point. It, you know, um, my thing that. I'm a little concerned with MJF. It's, be, it's becoming kind of repetitive, the whole you have to go through the gauntlet thing. I know that's kind of this thing, that's the, the Bobby Heaton type of deal. Yeah. But we can only run that. How many times are you going to do this over and over until the point where it gets kind of like, okay, what are we doing here? Uh, I'm surprised just on the, the length of this feud because it's extending from the last pay-per-view that they've had to this one. So I'm very su- surprised that they've been able to kind of like pace this. I mean... Pace, this is, you know, it, it is what it is, but Wardlow's still hot, which is good. Um, Extremely hot. Even though he does the same thing every week. He just beats up whatever security guard there. But the people love it. The people love it. So I'm not even mad at them doing it because the people love it so much. Do I think 
um we could do some different stuff hell yeah um but i think this is the typical format for the amjf feud and i would like to see my thing about this happens after this match happens and what happens to wardlow that's my thing they're cooking him crazy in terms of like i'm he's trying to flirt with batista 05 after Royal Rumble before WrestleMania kind of thing. Okay. So that's that's the that's the road he's going on. That's the kind of pop that he's getting on. That's the kind of momentum he's getting on. But AEW doesn't work well with momentum, to be honest with you, because they got 400 niggas that got to be on this show. That got to be and, on the show. You just gave so, Scorpio Sky that TNT belt. You can't take it off of him. You know what I mean? So what you going to right. do? They probably will. But um, you got to keep the sustained momentum with Wardlow, and I'm interested in how they do that because I think he could be a major star for them and just someone that looks different and someone that is presented differently than everybody else in the show who is, you know, previously indie guys who were making their name on an actual show. Um, I thought this promo was great. I thought this program was great. I think they did a lot of great things. Um, Wardlow almost getting his hands on MJF, but not quite always great um what's my man's name that jumped on his back sean spears no 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 it was oh, the guy... um me mean uh mean mark sterling not what? mark sterling smart smart mark sterling i couldn't think of a damn why the fuck is he on the show so many times why does he represent i was like i thought he only represented jade i find out he represents tony niece and oh, also yeah. apparently MJF. um mjf yeah yeah and i was like what the fuck are they hotties too like i'm i'm confused <laughs> in terms of like why he's so much on this show and why there's so many people there but um or like what his role truly is because he doesn't seem to really be he seems to be like heat guy but like he, i'm he, thinking like He's the lawyer. I, I, I know that. He's a, somehow he's a lawyer and manager at the same time. I don't know how he has the time to do both, but, you know. It seems like a conflict of interest, but. You feel me? <laughs> but, um, I mean, just kind of good work. I mean, that first hour, once again, was some great shit, in my opinion. Absolutely. Let's uh, tap on some quick hits real quick. Uh, Honestly, these probably could have been main pe- topic. They were all very good. The two matches I'm going to talk about were pretty decent. Uh, well, not. Well, I'm sorry. One well, of them was decent cool segment um we get the debut of danhausen finally um i was like why did this show happen why why when i'm on the show the danhausen <laughs> we get the danhausen debut um i looked down and i looked up the match was over so i don't really know what really happened but I, against tony niece i was like damn tony that's niece. embarrassing bro long tony I, niece no, ain't long wrestling oh yeah i forgot he's from long island <laughs> well, I tell you, like five people from long island on the show he probably um, had to impress his mom or something. He told his yeah. mom he was squashing Dan House and it's like, yo, pu- pull up. Tell Uncle Marty <laughs> to pull up. We'll be squashing, be squashing people tonight. Um, yeah, have you been keeping up with um, the antics and adventures of, of Hookhausen, Dan Housen and Hook? I know that Dan Housen has some sort of um, admiration for Hook. I don't know what it's inspired by. Um, he, can't, he can't curse him. Mm, I'm not on Dan Housen. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. This doesn't go up for me in any type of way. When you said that this could have been a big topic, I was like, for who? I misread <laughs> it. The, I, don't, I, miss, I read something else, and I, I, I was like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> for the Rampage community, this could be fire. Sure. Yeah. For the Rampage um, community. 
I'm not gonna get into the whole my my Dan, my Dan Housen rant. I've said it a million times on here. I've said it a million times on Twitter. I still don't know who this guy is or what he's about. So I'm not gonna get into that. Um, interesting dynamic between Hook and Dan Housen. Even Mark Sterling kind of said it on the mic. They're both kind of just like kind of memes. Not even yeah. kind of. They are they are very much memes. Yeah. So they, figure, they figure let's put them together. I guess is the thing. But still, I, the the not. Fact- we're still building Hook, and Dan Housen just got beat up in six seconds. So, what kind of force are they truly making? I mean, it could be a comedy team because one's like the straight guy, and one's like yeah. the funny, kooky guy. But also, like, I don't, I don't that, believe bro. that. Yeah, <laughs> nor do I believe that they could beat anyone up seriously. Besides Tony Nice, I guess Tony Nice and maybe like Sean Spears or something. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. We can move on. We'll see. Um, I believe it's going to be Tony Nese versus Hook at um, Double or Nothing in the pre-show. Oh, I'm about to say. No, it, it, like it, a... gonna, it, I'm sorry. It's going to be Hook and Dan Housen versus Tony Nese and I forgot who else the other person was. Maybe Mark Sterling? I don't even know. I forgot. I saw the quick graphic. I don't really care. It's, it's, the, it's the pre-show. Um, Jungle Boy versus Ricky Starks for the FTW championship. Um, fine match. It kind of just, you know, I take that back. It wasn't a fine match because that da- the finish didn't make sense. Why was the ref outside the ring? <laughs> what was he doing? Because refs in AEW apparently do whatever the hell they want. That's what I've gathered from listening to the show from week to week. Um, yeah, that made the ref no just... sense. Even <sighs> JR said it. He was like, what is the ref doing out there? I said, you, you beat me, JR. You tell me, Jim. Uh, yeah, you stop and swerve from interfering or something of a rather. I don't know. There's a lot going on in this match. They try to cram in like a couple of different things. I guess they're building this like swerve Keith Lee tag team. Maybe they're contending for the tag team championships, but there's yeah. also like Ricky Starks and Hob, Hob, Powerhouse Hobbs who may also want a tag team championship match, but I don't know where they lay in the actual standings themselves. I don't even know if they're supposed to have one. I believe Um, Hobbs and Starks are the number one contenders. I don't know where Jungle... I mean, I don't know where um, Keith and Swerve are. Oh, okay. I mean... Rampage? I don't know. I can, Probably I can look right there. Or something. <laughs> no, don't even look it up. It's not. That's not important. I don't know why we... These are quick hits. These are not... These are quick, these are quick hits. Yeah, we don't need... The, we don't need to fact check these shits <laughs> at all. Oh no, FTRs. Is like, it doesn't matter. Okay, so um, last but not least, a segment we probably it probably could have got sh- shortened a whole five extra minutes. Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society had a promo um to call out, well, I guess to talk shit about how they beat up I was everybody. Watching the, I was watching the game during this, so you're gonna have to like fill me on on like everything that happens. By the way, I hate the Jericho Appreciation Society. Me I think too. they're like. Ugh. I think they are. I think Jericho's trying to lend his star to people who are too far away. This is like lending, lending heat to Pluto. You're the sun, and you're trying to like lend heat to Pluto. Like it's too far. Yeah. Like it's too far. It's too small. Not right. not really. Two point Nah. Yeah, it's, Danny um... Garcia potential, but in the wrong stable. To be honest with you. He should definitely be in the, with the other guys. Um, yeah, you didn't really miss much. They talked a lot of shit. Um, Jericho called Long Island trash. He was born out there, I guess. Didn't know that. 
That's news to me. You didn't know that Manhasset. I, Long Island? I know he. Was, I know he. I know he was like he lived in New York at some point. I didn't know he was born out there. I assumed he was born in Canada. But no, um, his dad's a big hockey star for the right, Long the Island. Rangers, right? Oh, well, yeah, whatever Rangers? Long. Okay. I don't know. Whatever Long Island fucking shit. I think he's on the. <laughs> I think he's on the Rangers, bro. I think whatever whatever hockey team represents Long Island. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Rangers playing in the garden. But yeah, talked a lot of shit. And then he was like, um, oh, the Moxie comes out. Because, you know, that's Eddie, that's Eddie Kingston's best friend. So Moxie comes out and Jericho's like, well, it's five of us and only one of you. So, of course, um, Brian Danielson comes out. Then Regal comes out. Then, you know, Willie Yuta comes out. You know, got everybody on the show. And then he's like, it's five of us and only four of you. And then Eddie Kingston pops up. He has like a little scar on his face. Like my man's from uh, Avatar around his eye and then <laughs> that was it and then it was kind of like Jericho and his, and his crew ran away I don't know where we're going with this Are we, if we're doing a 10 man they can miss me <laughs> with that because I don't care I don't want to watch uh, Matt Menard and you know Angelo Parker whatever the hell his name is in any kind of pay-per-view type of deal it's gonna be on pay-per-view isn't it damn <laughs> you know what's crazy they've been doing a lot of 10 man matches on dark I think you, I think they're testing it out to see if it, how, how it works and um you just gotta get everybody on the car. I don't, I don't that know. That shit about to be on pay per view. <laughs> oh, if they do that, for, oh, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, uh, <laughs> uh, the use of Daniel, Brian Danielson, people. Good lord. No, maybe not. I don't know because it was Eddie Kingston and LAX, so maybe they'll. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, that was um, that was AEW. Honestly, decent episode. I was not. No point was I really bored. Yeah, no, nah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Good pace. Oh. I mean. The, the the show was built around matches. I think they need a couple more things to break up the monotony, a couple more segments. They need to spread like I said, they need to change shit around in the show to make people want to stick around because after the first hour, the second hour is literally just like a sprint of matches and shit that you probably can see, you know, further elaborated or further fleshed out on Rampage. You know? All these things scream like this feud started on Rampage. This feud is going to end on Rampage. We'll see you on Rampage. All this other stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. Second hour. Whatever. All right. Well, let's get into NXT 2.0. It's a ladies' night, and I feel all right. Let me tell you something. First of all, big flex for NXT to be able to have a woman's show. A women-centered show, and it didn't feel forced. So shout out to them; they have they've really worked on that women's division. And it's I don't really been. I don't think they they did, did they build it as like ladies' night. Not necessarily. I, there was like one like kind of like little. I don't know if it was like a little TV ad or it was a tweet where they said it's it's about the ladies' night, and that was pretty much it. But besides that, yeah, yeah it wasn't really like anything like heavy. Like, hey guys, the women's show. You know, what I mean? yeah, because I feel like. It. If they did that, they probably would have turned away a couple of people, which is kind of sad. But at the end of the day, it's like they probably would have turned away a couple of people. But again, a lot of women representation on this show. Um, I'm here for it. I like a lot of it. I don't like some of it. But hey, we're all working towards. Let, let me ask you this, because we're going to talk about the breakout tournament here, right? Mm. Um, Breakout tournament. They announced the field, or they showed the field, by the way. Yep. Of these eight ladies who were going to participate in this, they showed the field. NXT. And maybe we're thinking about black and gold. Maybe you're thinking about this. 
the women of NXT have a very strong history. There have been stars that have came from NXT in this women's division. The entire current women's division in WWE, all these stars, all the Sasha Banks, the Charlottes, the Baileys, the Beckys, the, the, the Biancas, Oscars, all of them passed through NXT at some point. Do you look at this field and see the next big women's superstar in WWE? Does anybody possibly stand out to you in this? Yes, um, Nikita. I think Nikita has potential to be something special. She still needs to work on it. I still think she has to figure out her gimmick, but I think her athleticism, her unique look, um, her it seems to be her like her uh, endearment from fan base. It just seems like I can see that for her. The rest of these girls, I'm not sure. Maybe Lash, if she figures it out. Maybe Roxanne. We'll see about the rest. I don't know about Roxanne, to be honest with you. I'm, I, I love her. She's great. Still early. I agree. With, I'm it's, with you. She's in her first iteration of it. And we'll talk about someone who goes through another iteration on the show. Um, but she's still in her first iteration. But all these girls look like they just came out the latest wrestling factory. Except, honestly, Nikita Lyons and Lash Legend. Not even um, wrestling. It's like they came out the gym, like directly from like a bodybuilding competition. Like, hey. yeah, they, <laughs> they just look like, the the girl who's the chick with the glasses who keeps like. I believe her, that is Kiana James. The chick who just like my gimmick is clearly I get all the statistics and just brings down her glasses. I'm like, come on, girl, you got to do better than that. It's, um, what was Stacey Keebler's old name in WCW? Miss Hancock. Miss <laughs> Hancock. <laughs> They were flagrant in WCW, uh, I'll tell you that. Nasty major guns. Um, them, I'm going to let you know. All right, so here's my ranking of these girls who I think is going to be from at least anything to, like, <laughs> top of the crop. Could potentially be standing against, you know, the big names of Bianca Belair and stuff. So, yeah, I feel like... So, I'm going with my number eight one. It's Kiana Janes because she's got nothing going on for her. To be honest with you, the, the, them she's glasses. A, she's a working him. woman. She's a working. She's a woman. Worker. She's a, she clearly <laughs> doesn't need this job at all. She's like, I got statistics on this. I was like, that is not gonna help you when them kicks come flying at your fucking face. <laughs> um, then come from there is Sloane Jacobs, who's already been eliminated in this tournament. So, but I mean. She's the only ginger. It's a different look. Um, she's nineteen, so she's got age working for her. God bless. Um, so I don't know if she's you saw, got. I don't know if you saw on um, on Level Up, uh, Sloan Jacobs. She wrestled somebody who I believe was like eighteen. I believe it might be the youngest like combined age of a WWE match ever, if I'm not mistaken. I saw That's her talk insane. about it on like Instagram. That's nuts. They're really going all in with the youth movement down, down there. Um. All right, so from Sloan Jacobs, next one I'm going to go with is, to be honest, Santino's daughter. I don't, God bless. I mean, I don't, she looks, she could be cool, but. Yo, yeah. she's a big girl. I didn't realize, I'm like, like, I didn't realize how big she was. Like, not like. Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. She was like large. I'm like, well, she's really tall. Like, she looks, she looks yeah. taller than Santino. You know what? That's probably going to work for her, to be honest with you. Um, 
but also like I don't care. I mean, <laughs> she's gotta she's gotta bring something else. She's gotta get her Raquel Gonzalez on. She gotta start speaking yeah. in half Spanglish type shit um, to say like, listen, I can I got a but a different audience, but she needs something else. Um, then Fallon Henley, cute girl next door type of vibe. Really love that. I think that's kind of it though. <laughs> that's kind of where it le- she needs to establish an identity other yeah. than hot chick that hangs out with the horny dudes. Um, then I'm going to go with God Tatum Paxley. I mean, she could be lower too, but I like her. I like, I like Tatum Paxley as well. I'm a big fan. Big Hello. Fan. Um, <laughs> same, same. <laughs> that's why I ranked her so high. <laughs> um, but then I'm going to go with, honestly, third is going to be Roxanne Perez. She's got an uphill battle in this new landscape of WWE and making it to the top. Because she's small, because she doesn't have an established character, she can go in the ring, but we all know they don't give a damn about that. They'll pull anybody from anywhere and teach them how to wrestle. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that doesn't um, matter but she's got the pedigree and she can um but you know she's also on a roster with like Cora Jade and they kind of like follow a similar you know cute fun girl type of thing so she's got something working against her um it'll be interesting to see how far her character goes but she's going to need to work on it from there i'm gonna be honest with you so it's coming obviously between Nikita and Lash Legend i'm going with Nikita as number two Oh, okay. Because I don't think she's going to live up to the hype long term. I don't think she's going to live up to the hype long term. I think Lash Legend, because she's seen as kind of like below her or not as popular as her, has more drive and more things to work towards, which ultimately I think is going to make her into the better rounded character, better rounded. She's going to hone in our craft a little bit more. I think Nikita Lyons is being given quite a bit. Uh, a yeah, don't get me wrong. She's good. But I think Lash is going to be the one who works for it a lot more, which is why I think she's probably going to come out of this, to me, the crop of WWE, these girls in this breakout tournament as the biggest star in it, in my opinion, because she's got a lot going on for her. And I think she has a little bit more range than Nikita, to be honest. I, Nikita I, doesn't I have a character. I don't think she has a character kind of built. That's, She's just kind of like hot <laughs> karate chick. Yeah, like that. that's exactly where I'm at. At this point, Lash already came and established with a character. We know who Lash is. We still don't really know who Nikita is. And I think they are investing in Lash. They have, they have, but she's cool. On. She got an if fa- she got an if factor too. There's something about 100%. Nikita that's like people are like, yo, that's kind of cool. We've never seen anybody really that looks like her before. Like, even her body type, and even if they do have like bigger girls out there, they usually mm-hmm. work more of a like a, a power style, like they like a, like a Nia Jax or a, um, like a Dewdrop. Well, even like Dewdrop's kind of I don't know, but then but the, also she's kind of like smaller than them, so I don't even know. It's just like in between, it's weird, mm-hmm. but yeah, she I mean, she, it's obvious she's an athlete, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but I think I don't I think know, I feel like Lash Legend's a better athlete. I don't know, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. She, she, I mean, she's a pro, she's a professional basketball player, so I wouldn't doubt it. And, and like, they had her on NXT UK, she had a whole segment with uh Shaw Samuels and Noam Dar, so like, 
they're trying. They're definitely trying to invest some time in her. I believe she's working this week on NXT UK, so that should be cool. Mm. I think, but yeah, I'm with you. I mean, honestly, you could say it's a 1A, 1B with these two girls. They both are lacking very much in places, but where they lack, they have that kind of that it factor or that look with them, and I think we can really do something. You can really do something with that. But they need some work. I, you know what I mean? They definitely need some work. Um, yeah, that's a, that was a tournament breakdown. I know we're going to do all that, but look. <laughs> this I just had a, this is, I just hey, had man, a, this, I, this, I was looking at the graphic and this is what we do. This is why you're the guy. Um, <laughs> before before we really get into ladies night though, we have to start off with how the show started off uh, with the aftermath of spring breaking with Joe Gacy and Braun Breaker. Braun wins. Joe Gacy oh. brought the the Druids. The Druids took out Braun Breaker, sent him in, a, in the back of a car, kidnapped him, and then threw him out. And I don't know where they threw him out. Somewhere in, in Miami, probably or something, and just kind of tossed him out in the street. And we're still continuing this feud with Joe Gacy and Braun Breaker. I don't think this is doing anything for anybody. I heard the two Druids are probably um, what's some boys' names? Gibson and James Drake. I guess I don't know. This has been this has been doing nothing for me. I will say that much. How are we feeling about this feud? Have you been keeping up with it? No, I haven't because I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. The right like, there are two major feuds on this show I don't care about, and then there's some like I. Not that I don't care about, but I just care very little about. Um, you guys have talked about it. They do a lot of things on this show. There's a lot of things I don't care about. There's some things I care a little about. And there's some stuff that I'm interested in. Um, but this is not even close to one of those. Like, this is... <laughs> I, I don't care what they're doing. Um, and, yeah, I I, I don't want to see this program continue anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah, please wrap this up. I don't even know where either of these guys go after this, unless you know. I we we've been kind of predicting. We see we don't see uh, my man Braun NXT much longer. I don't really see the point after you know. Shit, say SummerSlam. It might be time to just call him up. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is it really for him to do? I don't know. I feel like you need. I don't know. I wouldn't say that right yet. I still think we're going to throw him into the water. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. There's something. I feel like there's still something missing. I feel like he's still. I agree with that. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know. Austin Theory is up there. So it is what it is. They can do it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's going to be in NXT much longer. Um, I I hope that doesn't mean Joe Gacy's the NXT champion. Because I don't like where his character has gone at all. It's completely done a complete 180, whatever the hell they started off with. And went straight to spooky guy. And if there's one thing I'm very over, it's crazy girl and spooky guy. I don't want. I don't. I, I don't care for either of those. Mm. Um, it came out of nowhere. When, when did he get druids? Why does he have druids? What is this? Um, it feels very like you know, great value Bray Wyatt ish. Yeah, yeah. And and I wasn't really big on Bray Wyatt, so this is like WWE likes to do this kind of character a lot. But that was the 80s when we could be fooled about yeah. random shit and you can get some like neat special effects. You can have like blood drip out of Undertaker's head and shit like that. Yeah. From under his hat. Yeah, I don't care about this shit now. It's 2022. I don't, like, we got bigger problems. Well, that's it for the men. Cause like I said before, it's a ladies' night. Um, after that, we start, we go into the show. Wendy Chu 
and her cousin mm-hmm. Roxanne, because they look like they could be cousins, uh, have a tag team championship with Toxic Attraction. They don't look alike. They look. They look no, they their, don't. Yes, they do. No, <laughs> look at they look alike. What these Asian I, rock stars? I, I, I understand the racial differences. I'm saying they look alike. I I know I know I know the races. All right. I'm just saying they look kind of alike. <laughs> no, nah, they don't. But go yes, off. They do. Anyway, maybe it's similar <laughs> makeup. Whatever. Maybe it's no, the makeup. Like, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Toxic Attraction <laughs> defend the tag right, team yeah. championship against Wendy Chu and Roxanne Perez. Um, Toxic Attraction wins. Uh, I think it was Justin in Discord said they uh, Toxic Attraction getting booked like the the NWO, <laughs> and at this point he might be right because them girls do not lose for nothing. Um, which I is fine. I, to yeah, agree. I don't think I don't think Wendy and Roxanne are the people to lose to. To be honest, no, I, I agree with you on that. But then also I don't know who else they lose to because it doesn't seem like they want to put it on Katana and Casey. So <laughs> who I wouldn't put it on neither, in my opinion. I wouldn't put those belts on those girls neither, in my opinion. Why? Because they're getting called up or you just don't think they're they're that good to be holding the tag belts? I don't think they're I don't think this team is working. Like they've been a team for mad long. Very long. <laughs> Very long time. And, and I don't think people care that much about what they're doing. I think they need to break up that team, to be honest with you, because mm. it, in my opinion, it's doing nothing for either of them except getting them on the show. But yeah, I don't care. Like, look at Roxanne just got here four weeks ago and she got a tag team title match. <laughs> so, like, god damn. Sorry, Memphis is beating the shit out of gold. Yeah, I looked. I saw. I saw that. <laughs> I was looking at it earlier. <laughs> he is stomped. All right. Well, yeah. Maybe niggas is like, all right, let's pull him out. <laughs> <laughs> he is stomped. Um, speaking of getting stomped, Roxanne gets stomped out at the end. I mean, Wendy Chu gets stomped out at the end. I'm sorry. Um, so I guess we're gonna do Wendy versus Mandy at um, I believe in your house is coming up. So. What do we do here? <laughs> I, I guess. Know. I guess. Does Mandy win this? I guess he kind of. Uh, do we want she Wendy Chu to be? The, yeah, I don't know if Wendy Chu is like NXT Women's Championship kind of like. I don't yeah. know if that gimmick. Because it's not like it's but a Bailey. But here's the thing. So they announced this women's breakout tournament bracket, and I'm waiting for the woman. I mean, they do get a title shot against anybody that they want. This is so true. I'm assuming whoever wins this match is going to get. Whatever their next thing is probably like what Great American Bash or something. After in your house, yeah, probably like Great American Bash. Oh wait, where's in your house? In in your house is I'm assuming next month. I don't think they specified. Let me see if they did. They might have. I believe it was in um, June last year, right? I thought. I thought. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, NXT. Oh, date revealed. Go. I got it. It's um date revealed. Date revealed. Date revealed. I should with my glasses. June fourth. June fourth. Didn't something else happen in that weekend? Or am I bugging? Nah, that's that's a Saturday. No, isn't um Hell in a Cell June fifth? Is it? I believe it's that oh. weekend. It is that weekend. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, I, I wonder if they're gonna do it in. Is it? Um, there had been not been a location announced for this show. They might as well to do it before um, do it in the arena. In Chicago. It's Chicago. I think they can get away with it in Chicago. You get it with Wendy Chu versus Mandy Rose in Chicago. You're bugging. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying not, not the main event, the damn show. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't. What else are you gonna do? I think they go. They would get booed out the building in Chicago. I think you need to. I yeah, think you need to Natalia or something. 
yeah, there's no there's <laughs> no body who represents. I think it's probably gonna be. Actually, I don't fucking know at this point. Um, I might keep it in the PC. Honestly, keep it Corey J. Just let Corey J go. And Corey J from Chicago. I don't know where Corey J's from. She's probably from Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> probably. She from? She oh, she's from Long Chicago. Island. She is from Chicago. Okay. I didn't Look know at that. that right there. Come on. Oh, now. You, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do, do Cora Jade versus Thing. Oh, you yeah, got to tell we, the story. I right, get that in. Okay. So maybe they'll do, they'll do Wendy Mandy get out the way and then Cora Jade come to save her or something. I don't know. Mm. Um, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Listen, you got Cora Jade. You got Cora Jade, Roxanne, and with Roxanne and Wendy as backup. And you got against Toxic Attraction as our backup against Mandy. Mm. So I think you got you might be you got some special forces in here. So you might be good. You might be on to something. Um, let's tap into the breakout tournament. Um, neither of these matches were really, you know, anything to write home about. We had Fallon Henley versus Sloan Jacobs. Who won that? Fallon won the match. Um, do you remember anything that even happened? <laughs> No, I, sure I don't even remember what her. I don't remember what her finisher was. I don't remember nothing about this match. I should go online and look at this. It's probably a shining player. wizard. It was probably a shining wizard. <laughs> I feel like it was, it was a, a shining it, wizard. It was the overdrive. I legit think it was a shining wizard. I it legit think been. it was. I... And then Nikita, Nikita versus Amar. Nah, Nikita versus she faced Amari Miller in this tournament. Amari and in this damn tournament. Yeah, she she didn't wrestle Nikita. Nora. No. Oh, Alba Fire wrestled. You know what I did? I messed up when I wrote the damn Yeah, thing you out. messed up because I was like, I was waiting for the Alba Fire. Let's talk about Alba Fire. Because I was Let's talk about Alba Fire. Let's talk about Alba Fire. I forgot to put it on here, but um I love the presentation. The I people love- warmed up to her, pun intended. They were they were quick to um they were quick to chant Alba Fire. It, I, they were they were ready, they were ready, they were they embraced the name change, they embraced the new look, the new gimmick. Um, the presentation. I thought the presentation was fantastic. I think the last couple of guys they really brought in the presentation of them. They've done a really good job. I thought Nathan Frazier's last week was really cool. I think Alba Fire's interest this week was really cool. So I like where I, they're going. I think she looks like a superstar now. Get her up on the main roster. She can hang now. She 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 looks like money in this presentation. Kaylee Ray is amazing and we love her record breaking and title reign and all this other stuff and we'll never forget it. But Alba Fire is the next step that yeah. she's taking and I'm sure it's going to be a good step. Unless she gets released or some shit like that. Yeah. Um I think she's main roster bound probably really, really soon. This is what they did with the Gunther. They changed his name and then put him on the main roster like in a month. So um yeah we definitely get this Alba Fire stuff out the way I'm I'm excited for it I'm, I'm happy to see Amari Miller back from the injury she sustained from the last Legend match maybe like I don't know, two months ago and yeah man uh, I was surprised how much offense um Amari Miller got but that was cool I think I like that um, Alba Fire finisher at the Swanton because I don't think I've ever seen any woman really bust that out often so definitely something unique to her ain't that, they, ain't that one of dana brooks ain't that one of one of dana brooks finish i mean dana brooks never rarely finish a match but i'm pretty yeah, sure you know, you know what you're right it was because she was laying on she was laying on girls hard as hell <laughs> you're doing the whole just hard, boy. That, that's a big girl to be laying on people like that too she's laying on sasha poor sasha um, oh <laughs> she 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 fit now she a fit last right now so shout out to her shout out to her for getting getting everything right um 
Go on, man. More Alba Fire, man. I, I love it. I love what they're doing so far. Um, Nikita Lyon versus Ariana Grace. I'm sorry, I, I had put the wrong. They had the A's mixed up. It really don't. It really don't matter. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm going to mess up Ariana Grace's name all the time. I'm definitely gonna call her Ariana Grande. I don't know what they were thinking. Thinking his name. I'm gonna get confused. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you're right. Beautiful, beautiful young lady. Um, I like, I like, I like her look. <laughs> um, I said on online, I'm this is like the only girl on the breakout tournament I can like openly thirst for because she's over the age of like 24. So that's always nice. I think she's like 25. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like y'all nasty people online thirsting over Roxanne. She's like 17 years old. But um, yeah, that yeah. match was a match. It was definitely a showcase for. Tatum's like, I think she's 24 or 25, so she's cool too. She's all right, yeah, yeah, all right, all right, good. <laughs> um, Nikita's only 22, which I didn't realize she was that young. I thought she was a little older than that. She looked a little, she looked like she looked, she looked a little older. Look, nah, I'm not she gonna say like 22. She's like a young, you think so? Yeah, she she moved her. I've never seen her, I've never seen her in a regular outfit. I gotta see like her in a regular fit. Nah, you don't <laughs> see that, that bro. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say that it's bad, but goddamn. Um, goddamn. Let me stop objectifying these women, man. This lady's night. Um, Natalia. Come Cora on, Jade. We know to get made the cheeks on this. Natalia versus Cora Jade in our main event. Ember Moon's on this show. None of that. Nah, I'm I'm bugging. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I came with that energy on your show. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's late night. You know what I mean? This is one of these, you know. What I mean, let, let it fly. Um, Natalia versus Cora Jade in our main event. Good match. This is, I think this is the best showing I've seen from Cora Jade. And you know that's what happens when you have such a a, a ring leader, a ring general like Natalia. As much as we joke on her, she can work, and she's really I, good with working with younger, you know, players. I saying? feel like they told Natalia go home at like ten oh three, and she was like, nah. <laughs> Again, our shit, and we get our shit, and another five minutes because they were kicking out of shit. They were doing all types of extra stuff. Um, really great match, really great main event. Once again, Corey Jade. I think she had her moment at the War Games match that kind of like really introduced her to people as that next kind of star, and this is helping sustain that. Um, she's gonna be good wherever she goes. To be honest with you, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I thought Sasha Banks was gonna interfere because she took a picture. She posted and- that picture. She but I think she's—I think Sasha should be over there all the time anyway, though. I think she should do that picture up there just to throw it up. That was odd. I thought, Sasha I thought she, yeah, yeah, I thought she would have came out because you know they got the tag team championship match on Friday, so I thought yeah. she would have come out, you know, a little cross promotion, cross branded thing. But still, nonetheless, she passes out from the sharpshooter. Great moment. Gets yeah, the Stone Cold finish. Yeah, I know, I mean, right? That's Great. When you know, that's when you know. Great respect. All this other stuff like that. She's a made woman. Let's ship her to Chicago. Let's get her in an NXT Championship match. You know, this reminded me of. I don't think to the same level of like match quality. But this very much reminded me of you know early NXT Full Sail when it was Natalia versus Charlotte. It reminded yeah. me. It, 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 it's the match that kind of like legitimized Charlotte. Okay, like oh she's real deal. And I think this is kind of what they did for Cora Jade. Obviously, Cora Jade is not Charlotte Flair. She's just not the athlete of that level of that caliber. Mm-mm. But she but did. Man, this was this, this was um, I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready to say star making performance, but this is definitely a match where I was like, okay, I see the vision now. I see where we're going with Cora Jade. We could do something with this. 
I think they wanted to make sure. I thought initially, initially we were supposed to get Corey J versus Mandy Rose at the last one, um, and then they changed it to a fatal four way match. And I think, yeah, 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 I think they really wanted Corey J to get the time, get the reps, get everything that she kind of needs to be able to get to the position that she's in, and that's why I think she's going to be ready. If we go to Chicago with it, we go to Chicago with it. And I think she's going to be ready, and she could potentially take the championship off of Mandy, who probably needs to lose that championship anyway. Mandy got to go. She can go to. Uh, she can go back to Raw. She can go back to her show. Go back. Go back. Hang out with Sonya. Sonya back now. Sonya's back. Go hang out with girls. What you two? Can Gigi and uh, JC? Send them up there. What are we doing? They got. They got. Obviously, they got ten thousand other girls waiting to come on TV anyway. I low key feel like she not take. Yeah, I, I low key feel like she going. She not taking them girls. <laughs> they yeah, not. So. They gonna keep them girls back. Yeah, they gonna keep them girls there. They probably stay a tag team to be honest with you. Yeah, that's fine. I guess. Um, let's get in the quick hits. Let's see, what we got a lot of a lot of vignettes. So the men didn't have any matches really. Um, they had a lot of vignettes and stuff that happened. Creed brothers, um, upset with Roderick Strong. They felt like we didn't need to cheat to beat the Viking Raiders. This is the first time the Viking Raiders. I mean, the Viking Raiders had never lost on NXT, which I didn't know. Didn't they? Lose, who they didn't they have the tag belts? Who they lose it to? No, they didn't lose on NXT. Let me see. They I don't think the they ever belts? did. They they might not have. Hold on, let me see. Did you, did you give them up? That's a good question. NXT tag team because they were undefeated for a long time. Like they I know were, they were, but they must have lost they, at some point because they were tag mm-hmm. champions, right? Or am I bugging? No, they were tag team champions. That's what um, I'm saying. They had to lost it. The, 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 the Viking Raiders, blah, blah, blah. After relinquishing the championships at the May 1st NXT tapings. Wow, wow. they really didn't lose. They Oscar them. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they've never lost an NXT. Wow. wow. Okay. Good for them. Um, I think that changes they next week. Come back and fuck it up. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I, think that, I think that changes next week, and I think it'll be it won't be um, Roddy interfering. I think it'll be Damian Kemp interfering, who is now officially a part of Diamond Mine. And he probably should have been there in the first place, uh, just because who he is. Yeah. I feel um, like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this guy. To be honest with you, what's his um, Damian Kemp? What's his? What's his he he any good? He doesn't seem. You, you seen him I've on? Watched, um, I've watched him on Level Up, up a couple of times. He's he's he, he needs some work. I think I think his brother is, mu- is the much better athlete. I'm not saying he's not an athlete because clearly he is, but I think his brother is obviously the more of the star. I think he kind of he's the um what's Giannis's brother name? Oh, Thanasis. Thanasis. <laughs> he's Thanasis for sure. Um, he's just there. He's just there because his brother's there. Um, I mean, as you should. If I if I go, <laughs> I would do the same. And like, hey, hey my brother got to come too. This is his dream too. He like it more than me, honestly. Um, <laughs> I I can see that happening. Yeah, put him in diamond mine. Uh, so that should be interesting. We'll see where that goes. There still seems to be some tension between the Cree brothers and and um, Roddy yeah, Ivy Nile yeah. doing. I don't know. I don't know what the hell Ivy Nile was doing all episode. She had she uh, a boot camp challenge, some... nigga. She's <laughs> in the final or something. Yeah, the final. I'm not even sure what her affiliation is with um, Diamond Mine. Tatum Tactics really uh, Diamond Mine recruit. I feel like they're really trying to do something. They really want to showcase something with Ivy. I think they really they know that she doesn't have you know 
not the best talker or something along those lines, but they really want to showcase her strengths. But I really feel like you just need to put her in the ring and get her within the entire ecosystem of stuff. We can't be She's doing pull ups. Yeah, we can't. We can't. You can't be doing pull ups and push ups forever. To be honest with you, get her in the ring. Get her against if you if she's a heel, get her against the Wendy Chu's of the world. If she's a face, get her against the Tiffany Strands or or the you know Mandy Roses of the world, something along those lines. But you can't just have her doing push-ups and pull-ups for the rest of her life. She's not a robot. <laughs> she's a person with feelings and <laughs> shit like that. She had a nice smile. That counts for anything. Uh, that's one thing I miss about Bivens being there. He made sure to try to make her crack and smile every chance he got. Mm-hmm. You know what she told us. Um, Solo Sokoa. Well, first mm. I'd say, uh, Carmelo and um, <laughs> Carmelo Trick pulled up in the Beamer, about the you know the Beamer convertible drop top. They about to pull up into the you know the NXT zone, and Solo was like, "Nah, y'all ain't coming in." And then closed the door on him. And Solo comes out. He's like, "Look, I want Cameron Grimes. I want that belt." Cam's like, "Look, I got a match with uh, Carmelo, but when I once I uh beat Carmelo, you're next." And then, you know, a fight ensues between Carmelo. He gets in and jumps Cameron Grime. The solo comes in for the save. So I don't know what we're doing here. I feel like this is one of the things I care very little about on NXT. It's not that I don't care. I just care very little about it. That's fair. I feel like Carmelo has been in a weird spot for a while. Uh, solo, I he's like he's in this feud, but I don't think he really needs to be in this feud currently. And but I feel like they want to get him on TV because surprisingly he is very very over. I don't know where this came from. I like I've seen it brewing, but like the guy's over. He's getting ovations. Like I think he probably got the biggest like ovation tonight to the point where it seems That's like they're the kind of returning on Cameron Grimes. There's the power of the bloodline, baby. I think yeah, legitimately is bloodline. It's bloodline moves. To be honest with you, I think um I do think. I think you need something else from Carmelo and you probably need to get him away from that championship. And you honestly, you may want to get him in the tag division, to be honest with you, with because I feel like one, it'll get trick more reps, but also I feel like he's becoming kind of a caricature and mm, it's okay. not really, it's not really benefiting him anymore. I think we've seen everything that we've seen from Carmelo Hayes and we haven't seen anything new or anything new that he brings to the table or something along those lines. To be honest with you, I think a lot of people see his trajectory as a champion. I'm feeling more so now, like he he's reminding me more of MVP as the day goes on rather than like a major W, not to say that MVP isn't major, but you know, MVP was never like world champion or anything those lines. Yeah, you're never that's like that he's remind, yeah, he's reminding me of like a brash cocky guy who can talk the talk and can do his thing in the ring, but is not really blowing anybody away, not really kind of doing anything kind of major. And I feel like that's his trajectory going. I think everyone's waiting for Braun versus Melo, but I think I think Braun, I think Melo needs to be put in something fresh, something new, something different than everything that he's kind of doing right now. Um because to me, it isn't. I, I really don't care about this feud. I, I really, I'm, really don't. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I don't. I don't really. I'm not too interested in this. Um, I get. I don't know when 
Carmella and Grimes are wrestling? Is it next week? It might be next week. I might be wrong. I don't even know. But they're having their match soon. So we'll see. I, I'm going to guess Carmella wins this. I mean, I'm sorry. Grimes wins this. And then Carmelo finally moves on to something else. I like your idea about the tag team. I think that'd be fun. Just, you know, we can, you can you can have, you can hide, you know, trick, tricks. Weaknesses. Yeah. And then I also think you can play around if they, if, if you want to do a little face thing with them, because Pretty Deadly's, you know, the champions and stuff like that. If you want to play yeah. them as little face and play up a lot more trick and all this other stuff like that, you can go that route. I think there's several ways to go about it, but I, I don't think the, the, I don't think it would be any insult to him of him going another route. I think it just, you look at someone, you look at NXT guys like Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa and all these other guys who've been able to fit in different slots. You want to be able to do that with Carmelo and not really be like this one trick guy who just talks a lot of shit and, and, and wears fancy clothes. So you know, I would like to see Car- Carmelo do a little bit more, a little more comedy. I think he might be a funny guy. I, think we gotta, I feel we like he needs, to, he needs to break out his shell a little bit more. Yeah. I think he holding on to this idea of a character too much and i think it's not really it doesn't lend him any ability to kind of like play around with his environment or play around with like either vulnerability or all this other stuff like that he's kind of really stuck onto this like macho yeah real character takes up very seriously very seriously very very seriously yeah and he even showed it like in the interview we had with him it felt like yeah he takes this he takes this very serious this is not a game to him and which is i understand i totally understand that but i think you need to you know you need to peel back a little layers and let people yeah. experience different sides of you that's what i think he needs to do yep. i'm right there with you um we have a little carmelo breakdown um legato del like legato del don't care about neither i guess don't. tony and the boys you know we're not interested Great. in this Great cinematography, great visuals, great attempt at uh, at something. But if no one's actually going to die, this is not a mob feud because this is just people playing <laughs> Italians and people playing the the cartel. Um, someone will have to die. That is my thing about this feud. If no one dies, I don't care about this feud. I don't want to see Tony kill Murphy. AJ Galante. I, somebody gotta die you know what i'm saying <laughs> somebody gotta yeah. die I don't, I don't care about this feud because i don't like really watching the uh a telenovela during this whole it promo just, <laughs> it sticks out like a sore thumb in the show and it's not something that you want to constantly tune into to be honest with you and i think these are two guys who people don't really know who to cheer for you clearly want them to cheer for legato del fantasma but they haven't really made the full burn as a face kind of thing and you got Tony, people are just not going to cheer for anyway, but people kind of ironically cheer for. I think the Tony D, you know, memification run era thing is over. Um, I agree. I'm with you on that. And yeah, we need something new. We need something new. I don't know how Tony D fits on the main roster, to be honest with you, either. You know, he, you know, he could end up being like Elias. Remember, because how Elias was, no one really cared about him on NXT, and then he got in the main roster, and somehow, like, it worked way better on the main roster. I kind of yeah, feel like Tony right. D might be one of those guys where, like, it, it kind of works here, but it's really you're gonna right. work when we get on, when he's on Raw doing a, a fucking comedy segment or something. You might be right. You might be right. Yeah. So that's um that's that. And so last, you know, we'll finish it off. Saray and Andre Chase versus. Grayson Waller and Tiffany Stratton. First of all, 
Tiffany Stratton taking Waller on a shopping spree is really funny because you know, men of the prize. Um, so that's cool. That was hot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with that. Uh, Saray bringing Bodie and Chase through the magical portal, and they had some miraculous transformation. Andre Chase switched up from red to blue, and Bodie became a woman. I don't know what that was about, but uh. <laughs> Wade Barrett was feeling a way about it, and then he felt a different way about it when he realized who it was. <laughs> it, um, it was a it, I, was a it was a match. I'll say this: love, chase, chase you over, mm-hmm. over shit. <laughs> when they did a little chase you stomp, that gets the crowd loves it. I love a good call and response. Let me let me say this about this match. First of all, I love the encounter in the match and kind of the varying styles being put together. I love that part. The some of the best part about nxt is the fact that the show is ever changing and you're forcing guys to be a little bit malleable and forcing guys to be able to adjust on a fly which we don't really get to see in any other company and i think that's what's unique about the show and people could be like oh yeah but it's a bunch of developmental talent all this other stuff that's finding the way i understand that but the being able to see people try new things and explore new things and really kind of like flesh out their character and stuff like that is interesting to me because i think it's kind of like i wouldn't say it's like art but it's like you're really trying to find the right temperature with a lot of these things and um i think this was this hit it so hard on the head for me because to bring tiffany strand and grayson waller together to me genius and have this for the first time and it to work and then also bringing the world of andre chase who when we saw in the first time on nxt 2.0 was like no nonsense like you know teacher and stuff like that but then bringing him with saray and incorporating those two worlds and they will incorporate it very um naturally yeah 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 feel forced how that happened it felt good and then also you got the change into a whole new fit i was like whoa this is incredible this is very enjoyable yeah good that opens up so many possibilities of what they can do now if they want to go like if anybody can go through saray's magical portal and change mm-hmm. into something else we could do there's so many things we could do it, 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 it's endless this is like the multiverse me, this is the multiverse I, I guess this is the more enjoyable part of pro wrestling to me in a, in a, in a show where people take themselves seriously, where there's mob hits on people, where, <laughs> where there is young angsty champions who want to get, you know, fight other people where there's scary pseudo scary guys going for world championships and stuff like that. Like this was such a lighthearted departure from everything, and I fucked with it heavy. I would show this to all my friends, to be honest with you. Yeah, this is definitely a show you would show to your friend. This, this, I think this is what people kind of imagine what wrestling is, mm-hmm. like the wrestling they grew up on when they were a kid. But you you're know. able to suspend you naturally suspend your disbelief and you accept yes. it. Yeah, and you know that's the best part about it. Yeah, you, you, it's it's ridiculous enough where you accept the ridiculousness of it all because it's super entertaining and everyone is playing their part and committing to the role that they're doing i think that's yeah. also why the kevin owens and ezekiel thing is working on raw um is because everyone's committing to this wacky extremely, shit. Committed. extremely committed um that's it for me i wanted to talk about me going to, um wrestlemania backlash but i'll talk about that with cyrus next week 
I will say this much. Um, it's different when Roman Reigns comes in that and comes into the building. It's a whole the vibe, the vibe completely it's changed. Different. It's, it's just different. different. I knew this it's was gonna different. happen. I never see Undertaker in his prime. I'm sure it was the same thing when Undertaker really came in. When I, when I the only time I ever see Undertaker live, he was um on the motorcycle, so it didn't count. But like that's what it feels like. Like when they say the arena really like the whole energy just changed. I said, This is insane. Niggas were throwing the ones up. Everybody had the ones up. It was a fun time. Um, but yeah, man. Meals, I want to say thank you for staying up. It's almost midnight. I know you got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much, everybody. Please follow Meals on Meals TV. That man has been everywhere. He was just recently on RSPN. Um, look out. Did, did it drop something? What else happened? What, what you do? What's, what's out right so, now? So, I was recently on RSPN. Of course, I'm on the A show every week. And we got the lookout coming up and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, continue to follow me on Twitter. I make a lot of viral tweets, apparently. Um, yeah. it, it, it's crazy. That Team Rocket tweet, um, shout out to my guy, Darius. He sent me an account who reposted it because... At this point, I'm really just reused, used to everyone kind of Still, taking it, yeah, reposting yeah. it on stuff like that. But Ronda Rousey was like, "Yo, that was cool." Like she commented on a oh, post under it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Wow, that's kind of tough." That's pretty cool. That's fire. Cool. <laughs> so I'm very happy about that. Um, so yeah, make sure to follow me at Meals TV. Make sure to follow the A Show RNC on Twitter. Um, and yeah. Let's keep up the good work, guys. You can follow me at the comeback spot on Twitter. I got all my spreadsheets and graphs and all that whatnot. You can follow Cyrus, who's not with us today, on Cyrus on TWR. <laughs> it sounded like he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's very Cyrus much alive. Last, last <laughs> I checked, Cyrus is still alive. I just texted him a couple hours ago, so he's still good. Um, and I want to say congratulations to Justin. Um, finally tying the knot. I believe the first one in the crew, first one out of any, all, any of us who are, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's the first one. He's the first one to do it, to fully commit. Um, so God I want to say congratulations, congratulations to them and their beautiful family, them and the dogs. Um, I hope the wedding is beautiful. I hope hopefully we get to see some pictures or something, at least. You know what I mean? Um, do you cry at weddings? I'm a crier. I've never been to a wedding. I was in one wedding. I was in I was in one wedding, one of my closest friends. And when let me tell you, I was in the when the bride came out, I think I cried more than he did. I'm not even kidding. I was full on bowling. <laughs> full, full on bowling. Oh my god. But, that, <laughs> but that's the war report, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh we'll be back next week with Cyrus to give us an update about his trip. I'll tell you guys about WrestleMania backlash, the time I had, and whatever else happens, we got a lot of a lot of stuff to look forward to next week. So uh, once again, thank you guys.